Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Jenny Stainer, 103 years old. Shelley's granddaughter, uh, Jenny's granddaughter, Shelley Gunn, is thrilled by her recovery from COVID-19 at 103, having said she feared was her final goodbye to the elderly woman after she was diagnosed with COVID-19. Uh, Jenny, who has two children, three grandchildren, four great-grandchildren and three great-great-grandchildren, fell ill with the fever at the start of May. Jenny's condition soon worsened to the point where the elderly woman did not realise what was happening to her and with her stricken family was told to say their goodbyes while she was still lucid. Uh, Shelley told the local newspaper that her husband Adam had asked Jenny if she was ready to go to heaven with the fearless senior replying, Hell yeah! However, she came good. Uh, they didn't come to the the worst fears didn't come to pass with Jenny, who was originally from Poland, becoming the first of 33 coronavirus patients in her nursing home to recover from the disease. And you know what she did? She cracked a Budweiser. Three <laughs> years old. She kicked the ass of coronavirus, and then she cracked a Bud Light. Uh, she was pictured savouring the booze afterwards with Adam Gunn, her grandson, saying the heartening snap sums up grandmother's personality. He explained, this feisty old Polish grandmother of ours has officially beat coronavirus. We're truly very thankful. Coronavirus, of course, has killed all over 100,000 people in USA, many of them over the age of 80. And she has managed to recover from it. Not only that, and she's cracked a drink afterwards. And this is for her course and also my wife who says you can't you never fix anything when we had a fight once she goes i said well what do you what would you love if you hate me she said i just want someone who can help me fix the house wake up and face the day with 2tm breakfast with peter huxley tamworth zone 1287 2tm what about the restrictions being lifted? It's great news. Mm. I mean, Do you know what they are? Can you, I, know, I know the pubs are open, but I've yeah, got so no... Yeah, so from today, so uh, one of the big ones is that travel is now allowed throughout New mm. South Wales, so this is really exciting. So before... I might ring Chris Watson later, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. Yeah, he's um mm. he put out a bunch of new packages, um, I think, mm-hmm. last week, just to kind of... Um, that yeah, people could book could. in all over the state. So before, up until now, you could go visit someone and there was no limit on how far you travel so you know I could go see someone I could go see my family in Sydney because I was staying with them but I mm-hmm. couldn't just go somewhere and book an Airbnb at the coast and hang yep. out with friends and stuff so you can do Terrible. that now so mm. which is really exciting news so if you are able to you've got the time if you've got the money and you can support some of the the areas around Tamworth go for a bit of a weekend getaway check out check out some of the towns around here mm. you know they've been I think they've been hit um, maybe even a bit harder than we have here in Tamworth because they rely on a lot of those big events that they have and um, a lot of them had to cancel. Unfortunately, Nundal, you know, they put in so much work for the Nundal Go for Gold and that had to be cancelled, yeah, which is really devastating. So if you have the time... Here's an idea. Yeah, there's there's a limit of... Look, you look at me like... I'm every like, time I come up with an idea, you look at me I'm like... Always, I'm always oh, like... Oh, great. Here it comes. <laughs> this is a good idea. Okay, I'll reserve All judgment. Right, reserve. What is it? So you go to one of the smaller towns. Mm-hmm. You stay in the pub. There's a limit of 50 in the mm-hmm, pub. Mm-hmm. A lot of those smaller towns, you wouldn't get 50 in the pub. So if you go to one of our larger hotels here, there's a good chance you're not going to get in. Yes. Because so. there'll be more than 50. But if you were up at, say, Manila... Mm-hmm. 
Manila Street. Oh, yeah. Manila Street, Manila. <laughs> <laughs> and you stay in a beautiful old pub there, and then you then you get in. You'll yes. get in down there. Yeah. You can have the weekend there, and. And, and go and have a game of golf, maybe, yeah. and and it's such lovely weather at the moment. I know, I know, it's a bit on the chilly side. But Only you know, in the morning, it's, it's going to be twenty today. Perfect for kind mm. of a bit of um, bit of hiking or some like long walks or whatever. Oh, so, so get out there yeah. and, and yeah. go see the regions. So gold panning, be gold good panning. for gold panning. Maybe yes. not so good first thing in one of the cold water. No, that'd be freezing. Do you do that in a river? Is that how it is? I haven't been gold panning since. We did the year five trip to Bathurst. I don't know. Oh, everyone did the year everyone five. Did, yeah, to, yeah. yeah. The year five trip yeah. to Bathurst and the year six trip to Canberra was the was the thing. You did gold panning in Canberra? No, it was just. Oh, like but you go to Canberra. If, yeah, and you go to that thing where you hang off the thing and then yeah, you, what you is it? Like Questacon. Questacon. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone remember anything else that's there except for that thing where you hang off the? There thing was the um, the virtual. I think it was like the virtual. Like plane or something that you could go into, and like oh, it would, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. What a Everyone. time! <laughs> it's a rite of passage, isn't it? For yes. the Australian kid, mm. go to Questacon, you go to go to Canberra, you go to the War Memorial, you go to Parliament House, you go to Questacon. Well, we didn't get to go to War Memorial my year because what? they were renovating it. Oh, they were. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we we didn't get to do that. So well, they should have let you go back the year after. Well, yeah, true. So, because my dad's name is on there, because all oh, of all vets are on there. Vet, so, yeah. yeah, didn't get to see that. You know where my mum's name is yeah. at at Homebush at the Olympic Stadium, which really? they're not really yeah, because she was one of the volunteers. That's right? amazing. So she was. <laughs> they put the names of the volunteers on these big poles everywhere, and yeah. every time you go, go, oh, where is it? Well, it's in alphabetical order, so you kind of just... <laughs> just look for the H. Look for the H. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there. oh, look, still there. Yes, it was there last. It's been <laughs> there for 20 years now. Yes. And they're not going to knock the stadium down anymore. Oh, Did you yes. know that? Gladys no, announced that. that over the weekend that ah. she said no more redevelopment of Homebush for the yes. time being because it is still a workable stadium. Correct. We've got no cash. And it would just give the opposition an absolute free kick if she started spending Gosh, however many eight hundred million that on a, money could go on a somewhere new stadium. Else. Well, <laughs> funny you should mention it. It is great. We'll be back. I reckon you could break this world record. Not a man turned a sour taste into a sweet achievement when he drank a litre of lemon juice through a straw in under 17 seconds. 17 seconds? You reckon you could down it quicker than that? It's got to be a hundred percent lemon juice. It's not watered down in any way it's got so it must be pretty hard to drink because 16.53 seconds doesn't sound that much does it for a litre i reckon i could do that russia's best time of the best did the previous record of 17.12 seconds set by andre oltov <laughs> there you go 16.53 seconds you got to do it through a straw i reckon we can get this done Russ said he kept them throwing up after finishing the juice, but his stomach discomfort lasted until the next day. Still, the you go down as a world record holder. Tamworth Zone, 1287, 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Good hiking weather or good bushwalking weather and stuff like that. For your last week in Tamworth, what are you going to yes. do? It's an important decision. The oh. shops are back open. The shops pubs and clubs open. are back open. Everything's um, open. I just think I'm going to go to some of my favourite um, places to eat and yep. um, and uh, see, hang out with my friends. Are you willing to divulge what 
Yes. What well, that is? What's what's a good place for you to? What what will you take with? What are your memories of Tamworth going to be when you leave? You haven't been here that long. Um, I haven't been here that long. Um, definitely the people that I've met. Um, people that I've worked with, like yourself. Um, and also oh, the you friends. hate, but don't give me that. Like, all you no, do is fight with me. we're besties. <laughs> <laughs> Just besties at fun. All right. Yeah. No, that's good. No, I actually enjoy <laughs> our morning jousts as well. Um. Yeah. The the people. Um. I think I'm a bit sad that I'm not going to be here for next year's Country Music Festival. I There's think, nothing uh, stopping you coming up here anymore. Well, We've yeah, lifted true, the restrictions. True, I might um, might be back, but um, I think that'll be. I'm hoping that'll be a cracking one because I think people will be after a you know oh, so long sure. of yeah. not being able to do anything and, and missing Particularly out. Particularly if great the borders events. are closed and you can't go overseas, if you want to go to a music festival or have mm. a great weekend of partying, yes. let me tell you, there's one place on the planet mm. um, around January that you can do that, and that exactly. is the Tamworth Country Music Festival. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I think I'm a bit sad to, that I might not see that. I might, depending mm. on what I'm doing uh, in you'll January do next you'll year. Come up. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'm also sad that I'm not going to be here for Agquip because I mm, have heard yes, so many things about yeah. it. And I'm a, I'm a, a bit of a fan of events like uh, that. Agquip's great. It's just like such a great um, community thing and you, you meet so many people. So that'll be around November. Yes. You'll still be a journalist. Yes. So what's to stop hopefully. you from covering these events? Um, It's more just I probably will have other stuff happening at that time, to be honest. I think mm. it's, um you know, it's not hard to get back to Tamworth but it's also not a quick trip um, back up here. Mm, it's a beautiful so, trip though I just drove it yesterday. It is a nice drive I was down on the coast for the weekend once Lovely you're central off the, coast. is it the mm. M1 on, once you're on the Hunter Expressway Yep, oh, M1, Hunter, Hunter Expressway. Expressway then you go, once you get, it, it's all bite sized chunks, mm. you go M1 that's one chunk, then you've yes. got Hunter Expressway, second chunk, then you're at Singleton. Yes. Singleton's only a stone's throw to Musselbrook. <laughs> Musselbrook's only a stone's throw to Scone, which you go round now, yes. which is only a stone's throw to Murrurundi, which is only a stone's throw to Willow Tree, which is only a stone's throw to Wallabada, which is only a stone's throw to, well, it's a nine iron and a putter, <laughs> a pitching wedge. A three wooden a pitching wedge yes. from Wallabada to Tamworth, and then yes. you're back here. So it's yeah. just, I find the, I find the journey very Relaxing and nice. Unless the coppers catch you. Yeah, well then... Which they did once. Pay attention to the speed limit. Mm. Yeah, I do I do now. I do now. Good. Yeah. So you should always be doing. <laughs> mm. It just annoys me that there's no speed limit on the overtaking bits. You sit behind someone. They're doing 90 the whole way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when you try to overtake, when the, when it turns into two lanes, you get the overtake lane, all of a sudden they're doing 110. It's yeah. like... That is annoying. You can't just do that. That is annoying. Oh. I will pay that. That happens quite a lot. Oh, it makes me... Oh, oh. Calm down. Whoa. I can't. <laughs> I, you know what I'm like. I can't calm down. This Take is half chill of my pill. problem. Um, Blood pressure is an issue. Yes. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to miss the 5 a.m. starts at all. No. No. <laughs> I think I would miss it if I didn't have the 5 a.m. starts now. I've been doing it so long. I like that you have so much of the day... I think I find it easier here in Tamworth when um, things aren't as far away from each other. So because I don't spend all that much time traveling, I still have like a really good chunk of the afternoon. And if I want to hang out with people because I'm only five or ten minutes away from them, it's fine. I think it would be really hard to do this in Sydney because, you know, my friends would often meet in the city for dinner or whatever. So by the time you get home, it's often 
10, 10 30 at night and you mm. just can't be out that late doing no. breakfast. Now, enough hard. of this self-indulgent crap. Um, the uh, well, the American riots, tell me what, you, what your take on that is. I just think that there's so much anger and so much hurt like that is unfathomable to to me because I have never had to deal with what they've had to do. And that's just, that's the fact of the matter. I don't, mm. you know, I was I was reading something that was written by somebody yesterday and they were saying that, you know, for, for people who, you know, for white people, racism isn't something that's at the forefront of their lives every day, you know. No, it's, n- it's not something yeah. that we always have to deal with. So, you know, we might see it we might witness it we might hear someone say something racist but you know it's it's not directed at us but you know i have friends who um you know and i've i've seen this when they've been on a night out here in australia and they've been unfairly targeted because of Mm. the color of their skin they've been called horrific names and that is never something that i've had to deal with and i think that for so long they have been trying a lot of white people protesting as well though isn't there what's happening Mm. i think Mm. that there's people protesting in solidarity i think Mm. that you can be an ally Mm. i think you can look at what's happening and say now that's not good enough because at the end of the day the problem of racism you know does lie with white people they're the ones so we have to be the ones that change trump should have said something he hasn't said anything. He, still, um, he said when moment, the rioting starts, the shooting starts. He yeah, said that on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. Which was actually a quote from uh, 1973. Not many people know when there yes. were some riots in Florida. Well, he should have said it. And that's what the governor of Florida said, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, was the exact quote. And Trump actually quoted him on that. So it wasn't even his thing. But it's still. But it would be nice for someone to come out and call for calm and. It would be nice for him to be a leader. And some understanding and say, look, if we all just calm down, we've got this guy. We all think that's a reprehensible act that he's done, Mm -hmm. and his friends are just as guilty because they were there watching him do it and did nothing to stop him. Mm -hmm. And then, you know. Hopefully we can move on. But there's two elements to it, of course. Now, I sat there. I was just glued to it yesterday. I watched Mm. CNN all morning yesterday morning for about three or four hours just watching. And they were just moving from city to city. They had a reporter on the ground in every city. And they were just, it was just incredible, uh, uh, the emotion. And uh, But but then there's the looting, which is ruining it for everybody. Mm. And and the, the protest. So you've got your genuine protesters. And you've got your peanuts who are just there trying to take advantage of themselves and score themselves some Ray-Bans and some, just some stuff, you know, it's just... I know, so but I don't think those, we should put the focus on not, them. I don't no, think the focus should be not, on them No, absolutely not, but that's what's, but that's what's happening. That's what a lot of the trouble is, the looting. I mean, mm. if you're uh, someone who just has a shop, you know, you're, well, you're under fire as well, so... You know that's that's the bad element of it. But even the good element of it, I think, is it's calling for change, and the, it's just people. It's just civil disobedience, most of it, which is what we want. Which is what we want: peaceful protest. And I just think it's it's, you know, they've. <laughs> I think there was there was somebody who said, you know, um, people are complaining about the protesting, and they said, well, why are they doing this? You know, they should be doing it peacefully. And then another person commented and said, well, they tried doing it peacefully. They tried, you know, not mm. kneeling or, you know, not singing the national anthem or whatever of those. They tried those peaceful methods of protest and, and nothing happened and nothing has happened. And I think that, mm. no, you that's know, a really good point. sometimes mm. people just want to focus on 
like what you said that the few who aren't doing the right thing but most of them are just they're trying to do the right thing they're trying to make sure that when they go out on the street they're not unfairly targeted and the thing with this george floyd case is if somebody hadn't filmed it Mm. we wouldn't know about it yeah that's right well everybody filmed it you know and that's the Mm. thing you know we had people sort of stand there and filmed it and i don't know if you've watched the video it was it was hard to watch because it was very hard to watch he is saying he can't breathe the bystanders are saying he can't breathe Mm -mm. and the police officers the people who are meant to be there to protect the community are standing by and they are doing nothing and so i think that yeah I think I'm angry, but the anger that I feel is nothing compared mm. to the anger of that community because this is something they have been dealing with for centuries and something that they have been battling. They've been trying to get their voices heard and, you know, things haven't changed and they need to change because it's it's unacceptable. Mm, mm. It's interesting that Barack Obama is... Beca- is uh acting more of a leader of this country at the mo- of of that country at the moment uh, than what the actual president is but uh, I think it's really disappointing it's, it I is think disappointing you it's know, very disappointing and disheartening it is disheartening I think you know I think mm. people have a lot of opinions about um, President Trump and, and where he sits on certain issues and you know I did have hope that maybe he would show some leadership and some maturity and do the right thing and say the right thing and I think that um, he has let down not only um, his own people but pretty much the international community as well. Hmm. Good way to end. Thanks for coming in, Annie. Thank no, you. No humour today, no, no fun, but tell you what, some interesting, interesting conversation as always. And important. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. Yeah, we haven't been to the estates yet. We're just about run out of time. Altoona, Pennsylvania, Logan Township Police say a mother and son, and you could probably relate to this one yourself, I reckon, uh, who've been cited for fighting following a physical altercation. <laughs> Imagine taking your mum on in a blue. <laughs> following a physical altercation that occurred on Memorial Day. Uh, police say officers were dispatched to the home along the 600 block of Avalon Road in Altoona, uh, just after 9.30pm last Monday after receiving reports of a domestic dispute. Upon further investigations, officers say the incident began when a 41-year-old mother got into an argument with her 21-year-old son and his girlfriend and she disconnected the Wi-Fi. You ever done that or threatened that? That's it for disconnecting it. I've done it when I've been calling them out to have dinner and they won't come out you just turn the Wi-Fi off and uh, they come out like flies. <laughs> <laughs> flies around a honey pot police say in response the sun disconnected the power to the entire house <laughs> you're gonna turn my wi-fi i'll turn your power let's say how you like it police the sun disconnected the power to the entire the entire house which led to an, the altercation becoming physical <laughs> Authorities add that all individuals involved suffered minor injuries but refused treatment. You don't need... Get away from us! We okay? All three individuals received harassment citations, according to the police there. So, yeah. Well, that's what's happening in Pennsylvania at the moment.